1: Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson. Hey, and
0: I am Brad Gray.
1: And we've had just a fantastic morning. Yeah. Uh, our last guest that uh, gets me so excited yeah. to, to go and get a book. You
2: and I both got some gift buying ideas, <laughs> I, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't say that too loud, but I might have family listening. But I think it's just a really cool yeah. uh, way to celebrate Advent. I, again, have just been looking forward to it. I need to slow down. I need to yeah. just sit and wait and just be in God's presence and, what a great way with this book
2: yeah you know i i have to say i've i've loved learning about the old testament i've loved um, diving into that i find it just thrilling to see how god has constantly been a champion a warrior you know on our behalf and it's something i i really want to pass on to my kids but you know a lot of times you just there are only little nooks and crannies of each day and they're filled with many other things and so you look for those opportunities but this is a way of being intentional about that right. and and helping them to to understand who they are, where they're where they come from, where they're going, and all that.
1: And and, and I think uh, what's so important is you know God's mercy. We mm-hmm. messed out, we messed up out of the gates, Adam yeah. and Eve, and, and throughout salvation history, uh, we just go backwards a lot of times. But we know there's all the, there's this great hope. Mm-hmm. There's this love and mercy that He gives us. And and speaking of that, uh, we're going to be talking about. The midterm elections, mm-hmm. where there is hope, but there is a lot of sadness too, yeah. and and we need to be very intentional in our faith as Catholics. And for that, we are so grateful that Christopher Dodson, the executive director of the North Dakota Catholic Conference, is joining us to talk about the very topic of what happened last Tuesday, and our role as Catholics.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for being with us this morning, Christopher. Good morning. Good morning Glad to you. To be on.
1: Yeah, welcome. We're we're just really excited that you can join us. Uh, it, it's been a crazy crazy fall already, but could you recap some of the issues that um, have been held in the balance over this midterm election?
3: Well, we
4: certainly have enough. Well, we always have the same issues that we, um, as people of faith, as Catholics, will always care about. They're always right. in the balance. Right. that um, uh, happens as the news uh media picks up on certain ones or politicians pick up on certain ones mm-hmm. um the results um i think most people know uh on the national level the, the democrats uh, have retained and, be, and may even add to their majority in the senate the house is still not decided it looks as though the republicans will take the house but it's going to be by a narrow margin yeah um but as i always tell people you know, the laws that affect you most and the laws that most are uh, connected to Catholic social doctrine are really the local ones, the state level ones, um, even at a local level, mm. below that. So, in our listening area, uh, the Republicans, unlike the rest of the nation, um, gained significantly, again, in North Dakota in both chambers of the legislature. Um, the Democrats are down to four uh, members only hmm. in the Senate. And I forget the number now in the House, but they they lost in the House, too. Um, so it's like a super, super majority now of Republicans. Hmm. Um, Democrats don't have any statewide offices and haven't for some time. Uh, they really didn't make any gains. It was a bad um, uh, day for the Democrats in North Dakota. On the other hand, in Minnesota, they gained seats and they will take over both chambers, and now they have the governorship. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very different in Minnesota. South Dakota, uh, also the Republicans gained seats, I don't know how many, um, but they, so like North Dakota, uh, I think they increased their strength in the legislature, and they also have uh, a Republican governor. So Those are the outcomes by numbers. Um, as to the issues... Well, and, and nationally what we face it's kind of what you were talking about in the last session, you know, mm-hmm. our hope is in the Lord, yes. mm-hmm. not in governments
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, I, I walked the um, uh, Camino um, de Santiago de Compostela mm-hmm. from Portugal and that really brought home to me when I was looking at those Roman stones that you walk, that kingdoms and nations and governments come and go Mm -hmm. they come and go and people are still um, a thousand years later walking that road um, to see the tomb of saint james who walked on this earth with our lord Um, and so it, it just that physically was a physical representation to me to remember what our job here is on earth in the political realm we seek to build the kingdom of God, but our hope is always in the Lord in the long run. Um, there are always going to be victories and losses and mixtures constantly. It's,
3: been, it's mm-hmm. the
4: nature of our life on the temporal order.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah
4: yeah and I think, it's... I, think our I think our listeners need to keep that in mind.
1: Yeah, especially, you know, for North Dakota and South Dakota listeners, it might be a little easier to go, okay, we won. Yeah. I'm a Minnesotan. Yeah, And Likewise. so it, it is, uh, yeah, we're both Minnesotans, <laughs> yeah. hey. Yeah. And so there is like a, a little bit of mourning going on as well because the the most important issue for my husband and I is the life issue. Mm-hmm. And it's just now that Minnesota has the House, the Senate, and the executive uh, branch, it just brings great concern about how much mm-hmm. how how <laughs> how more backwards we can go on this issue. So it is really good for you to point out, Christopher, that, you know, these kingdom or these kings and governances, they come and go, but our hope is in the Lord and we need to keep up the good fight and stand firm for the truth um, and that glorious beauty gift of life. Sometimes
4: Sometimes God puts us in the position of kingship and other times as prophets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think this is your opportunity to be to fulfill the prophet role. The, right. the nagging role of there's a human life involved here. Mhm. Um and um uh, yeah, I I, I think it's also time for a reflection for the pro-life movement, what we did right, what we did wrong. I, I have some ideas myself I can share,
3: mm-hmm. and
4: I don't know if they're accurate, but I, I, my, my view is on the life issue is that uh, critics are saying the pro-life movement did not prepare itself for Roe, it did not have an um, agenda, and, but in fact we were talking for months, national groups were talking for months before the um, Dodge decision and getting prepared mm-hmm. but i think we we underestimated how successful the fear tactics of the other side would be
1: mm-hmm. you're so right what, because what we yeah, I was just going to add to that, that, you know, in the physical world, you have every action has an equal and opposite reaction, right? You know, I mean, the laws of uh, uh, physics, but when it comes to the emotional world, <laughs> there's, there's not an equal and opposite reaction. I mean, there's just like when you put emotion in there and, you know, people's strong feelings about uh, certain sides of the issues, sometimes uh, we, we really mess up the, the unity. Yeah. yeah you
4: are right. And our side developed plans. I mean, plans to help pregnant women, to reach out to mothers, to right. help families. And, um, a lot of those plans never got a chance to even go into effect because legislatures weren't meeting
3: yet. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought, I think we naively thought, Oh, when we, this, this is a chance for us to show you the side that we truly are pro woman, pro child, pro family. Right. Um, but we never got that chance
1: well and you didn't and, get that chance because you have the Attorney General of Minnesota and the governor saying we're gonna you know codify this or fund that and and so it's just really difficult when um, you're up against that but you're right our hope yeah. is we just need to stay strong and stay prayerful and stay hopeful
4: but, and always remember this victory has been won you know yes. This. It's been won by Jesus Christ on the cross in his resurrection. Um, I got to go back to the U2 song. <laughs> there the you go. The battle's <laughs> just begun to claim the victory Jesus won. We are in the battle here, um, and it's a long term battle, but we know it's won. We know he's won it for us.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, God knows he is
4: uh, author, the author of
3: life.
1: Right, and God knows where we stand on these issues and what's in our heart, and that's so important. Um, Christopher, can you talk to us about Measure 2 and what the results were of this in North Dakota? Explain what Measure 2 is and then the results.
4: Uh, Measure 2 in North Dakota would a legalized recreational marijuana. And it was identical to a bill that uh, lost in the uh, legislature in North Dakota. Um, and this is the second time in recent years that the voters have voted down a recreational marijuana measure. Um, I'll add, I don't know the details, but um, South Dakota also rejected a marijuana measure. Yeah. So, uh, the bishops, uh, did take a position on this and that, that there was not a good reason to do it. It hurts the common good. I, I think the bishops in the Catholic Church made a difference on this. I really
1: do.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know we had, uh, had the so letter it, from Bishop Fuller, and so does the other
4: side.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I'm sure they're going to bring it back to the ballot again, and they'll keep trying until they break. try to break us. But, you know, it is really great, all the information you got out about it and the bishops got out about it, because it, it really did make a difference.
4: Um, yeah, I, I think that it was the polls showed that Um, It was going to pass by about five points. Hmm. Um, Law enforcement and other groups got together, and um, I think the uh, Catholic Conference and the bishops getting involved probably made a difference. It just uh, really swung the tide and added enough votes, if you were undecided, to think about it from a moral perspective and our obligation to the least among us in the common good. uh, Changed enough undecideds to no.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we are going to have to take a quick break, Christopher. But let's uh, let's dive more into kind of the results of the election, ways forward, um, as we look at you know what what the results have been, and you know how how do we respond? We, we talked about maintaining hope, but uh, like what what do we do? Like what are, what are kind of the marching orders? So we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more Real Presidents Live right on the other side of this
0: live, engaging and local. This is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on The Real Presence Radio Network.
2: Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI presented by Leonardo DiFilippis
3: of St. Luke Productions.
5: The Baptism of the Lord. In the Gospel account of the baptism of Jesus, the mystery of death and resurrection sin and redemption, sin and forgiveness is prefigured. Jesus descends into the depths of the Jordan. Being submerged in the river is a symbolic representation of the process of death. An old life is buried so that a new one can arise. Because Jesus himself is without sin and has no old life to bury, his acceptance of baptism is an anticipation of the cross, whereby he begins to share in our lot and to take upon himself our sins and our death. At the moment when He comes up out of the river, the heavens part and from them is heard the voice in which the Father acknowledges Him as His Son. The opening of heaven is a sign that this descent into our night is the dawning of a new day, that the barrier between God and man is being broken down by this identification of the Son with us. God is no longer inaccessible. In the depths of our sins and even of death, he searches for us and brings us into the light again. To this extent, the baptism of Jesus anticipates the entire drama of his life and death, and at the same time explains them to us.
3: This meditation is
2: taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories, and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
2: Thanks for being with us here on Real Presence Live. We are talking with Christopher Dodson, the executive director of North Dakota Catholic Conference, about the results from last week's election. Not what many of us were hoping for, in many cases, honestly. Uh, Christopher, we were talking a little bit on the break. You know, um, I had seen an article that uh, that stated that um, for among. Republican candidates, those that pressed into the pro-life issue, like made that a point themselves, actually fared much better than those who dodged it because they were sort of embarrassed of, of the rhetoric that was going on and, and just kind of wanted to avoid it. Can you talk a little bit about that?
4: Yeah, that trend uh, is true, especially for incumbents. That is, mm-hmm. incumbents who's, um, who voters knew um and they had already elected they you know, they knew something about them, their character, they already had trust in them. Those incumbents, especially governors that really pressed the pro life issue, very pro life, won. Mm-hmm.
3: Um
4: and one big. Um South Dakota, Texas, um, Arkansas, uh there's a few others. Florida uh, Florida. Yeah. Um so being pro life is not the issue, I think, here. I really don't. as a poll show that a lot of people voted um, because of fear of losing their so-called reproductive rights. Mm,
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, but that could be outweighed if we have a, a good pro-life candidate. Um, the bishops have already said, you know, it's, it's not just one issue. It's a number of issues, mm-hmm. and, and the virtue and character of the candidate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, look, you could have a candidate uh, let's say for a particular issue, uh, who's uh, completely pro life and right on all the issues, um, but is um, a bigot mm-hmm. and statedly so. That's, a, that's an issue about the person's yes. character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that especially comes up in local elections. You may know that the person um, in, in business is, is dishonest and a cheater and everything. And so, why would you vote for him or her just because they check off? box on the issues.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, voting is complicated, and yes. we're voting. A, a lot of our uh, psychology and voting is voting against the other side. Um, but, but that doesn't mean we can ever do an evil. To, we can't choose a lesser evil when we vote. Mm-hmm. We can never choose an evil ever. Mm-hmm. We can try to lessen an evil. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm. Um, so, so, so a lot, I'm just saying. There's a lot of self reflection. We always need to make on what we do, how we make our choices, and who we support.
2: Mm-hmm. I was I was curious, uh, Christopher, if you have some counsel as you know as we look forward to future elections um, on the local level. It can be really really hard to find out where people actually stand. A lot of times they don't respond to questionnaires. Uh, they don't put anything. If they have a website at all, um, they don't put any. Some of the s- significant. Uh, issues on there, and so it's really it can be really hard to be informed, especially with regard to local elections. Do you have any uh, council? Uh, you know, like for me, looking at the the um, school board, like I, th- there's some big big issues there, and people aren't talking about what their perspective. You're get, you're listed with a list of names on a sheet of paper, and it can be really hard to know like who yeah. shares
1: values here. Yeah, and then the, you have to choose three. Yeah. I mean, if you decide to, you know, vote at all in that area. But, yeah, and then you don't know anything about all of them.
4: And but it's hard. I guess you got to continue to press them. I know on um, state um, races, uh, they're told not to answer questionnaires. I think one thing we can do, obviously the Catholic conference can't do because we can not get involved in that stuff, but organizations um, that are involved in issues like Write the Liar or... Family Alliance, or maybe there's a pro-immigrant group out there or something, or a group that um, just focuses on poverty.
3: Mm-hmm. They
4: need to be pressed to do surveys and mm-hmm. get the answers and publish them. Yeah. Uh, and we need to educate ourselves, because it's not the church's job to educate people on the candidate. It's the lady's job sure. mm-hmm. to, to find out. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and and it is so important because as we move forward, you know, we we do need to build a culture of life in every aspect of our own lives, within our families and our friendships, but then in our voting, and uh, so we have to to be more informed. I, I know in city council in Moorhead, it was the first time I ever saw uh, where one candidate was um, strong about building families. Mm. You know, that was the first time ever uh, that I have seen that in a city council vote.
3: Hmm.
4: Yeah, critical. But that there are opportunities moving forward, and we will continue to help build a culture of life that respects the poor and the immigrant. And, um, you know, voting is just one day, Mm -hmm. like every two years now. Um, But, Political life continues, and um, we have a responsibility as Catholics to be involved in the political life. So I encourage everybody to get involved in their state Catholic conferences, get involved in organizations that um, uh, reflect our values. And um, because we have some great ideas in North Dakota, we yeah. want to pursue this session, and I'm sure they do in South Dakota and Minnesota Catholic Conference as well. Um, we, we have a whole... In December, we'll be uh, announcing a whole plan or a package of proposals to help women and children. Mm. That's the response to Dobbs: mm. is um, helping women, children, born and unborn, young families. Um, and, uh, changing the tax system, uh, tax exempt on uh, diapers, um, expanding the abortion alternatives program, reducing the cost of adoption. Um, helping in Medicaid and TANF, there's all kinds of things we can do, and um, just because we had some setbacks here and there, doesn't mean we stop pursuing them.
2: Right, right. You know, often I found that um, <laughs> in, in, in God's great providence um, and His His sovereignty, that oftentimes the the victories of the evil one are the very tools of Christ's conquest. Um,
1: Amen. Often, yeah. And
2: often. I think that's that's really really important for us to hold on to. I mean, I've I've long been struck by the the fact that uh, Satan's greatest victory, if we were going to try to quantify them, it would have to be murdering God, right? And yet that becomes the very instrument of our redemption, of the redemption of the human race. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think it is. There's never room for despair, right? There's never room for for slackening or for lessening our our resolve and our commitment. Um, because, as you said, we know how we know who wins we know the we know how this all ends, and so we really do need to and, continue to be built built up on that right
4: and when we think this is a solely political movement, we get stuck on the cross, yeah yeah, and forget yeah. about the resurrection
1: right, and there is just so much there's so much opportunity uh there we just need to say, you know just. Keep our nose to the grindstone, so to speak, we yep. just have to really just uh keep being warriors for good and and that means with love and with compassion and meeting people where they're at. I can't say it enough, but uh we are the hope that God's asking us asking mm-hmm. for. Uh, he's asking us to be His light in the world, yeah. and and through our voting, that's the way we do it. But when we don't get the results we want, well, we just keep working in that vineyard because it's so important.
2: Yeah, Christopher, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for for being there, for doing what you do, uh, for continuing to inform and educate um, uh, all of us so that we can follow. You know what? How we can build up the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, well, uh, we have to throw it on the other side of the glass now uh, to see what's coming up next.
1: Coming up tomorrow, we'll be coming to you live from the Immaculate Heart of Mary Seminary in Monona, Minnesota. Nick Medelsky will be joined by co-host and seminarian Gabriel Rizvi. We will get a behind-the-scenes look at a day in the life of a seminarian and get to know a few of the men who have been called to learn there. All this and more is coming on the next Presence Live Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you.
2: Wonderful. Well, I mean, it's uh, this is important. It's,
1: it's very important, and you know what, Brad? It it is true. You know, despair isn't uh, a gift from God, right? It's, it's not. It's, a, never it, it's never
2: fruitful. It's never fruitful. It never generates authentic action. It never it never bolsters us up. It never actually builds up the kingdom mm-hmm. in any way.
1: But it is good to you know just have that solace that you know reflection. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's next? You know, you know that we have a lot of work to do, uh, but again. It's been no different than anyone in the past. Our yep. descendants had, uh, are, uh, we we are just in a place in this world that has so much opportunity and it's not much different than a yep. hundred years ago. Yep. It's not much different at all. I'm glad that we had the Advent
2: Jesse tree section right before this, because if you look back at the history of God's people, they've had a lot of really difficult times and God used it, you know, for his... For his salvific actions, for mm-hmm. for um, building up his people, and and it's no different. It's no different to re- remember that, you know, the challenges that we face. Um, well, they might have different contours to them. They might, you know, have different, somewhat different issues. It, at the heart, it's it's the battle against principalities and powers. It is the battle of Christ for the the kingdom of God for the hearts of his people. Um and he's going to he's going to be victorious. Mm-hmm. So that's that's something that really should embolden us.
1: And and there is just so much hope in the world. I mm-hmm. mean, you look at your family and friends and and our parish communities and and, and there's a lot better going on out there than mm-hmm. we realize. Yeah. So we need to just make our elections not be a popularity contest, that we actually know the issues and how people stand on them.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're coming to the end here, but I think um, maybe what we could do is just place ourselves, our lives, our hearts in uh, the Lord's care and entrust Him to continue to guide us at every moment of our lives. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Our Father, who art Lord in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be thy, thy name. Thy, thy kingdom come, come thy, thy will be done on, on earth as
1: it is in heaven. heaven. Give, Give us this day our daily bread, bread and, and forgive us our, our trespasses, trespasses.
2: And as we lead us not into temptation, but deliver us Jesus from evil. You. Amen.
0: God bless you all.